Hey guys, and welcome to Spontaneous Conversations. My name is Bimpe Abiyade, and I am your host. This podcast is aimed to help people understand the call to shine brighter and brighter, which is inspired by one of my favorite scriptures, Proverbs 4:18. On this podcast, I share different conversations, mainly underpinned by my faith in God and passion for personal growth and development. Now I've introduced this podcast, let's get into this episode. Hey guys, oh my gosh, it has been a while since I have said that. Welcome to Spontaneous Conversations. It has been a while, guys. Um, Yeah, life has been so busy, but that's not really why I haven't posted. I feel like last year was a lot of just growing with God in secret. Um, And I felt like, you know, it's so important, especially as someone who's still quite young, to make sure that I am not sharing publicly what I haven't encountered privately and that takes a lot of time it takes a lot of intimacy it takes a lot of shutting down as well so I feel like that happened last year which was really beautiful and then I finished my masters and I think ministry just looked a bit different last year which is good I feel like it's good when God keeps you on your toes and then today um this this episode just wouldn't leave my spirit and I was like god are you sure you really want me to record I'm not really sure whether I should and he was like yes and I just could not let go of just the restlessness that I felt in my spirit so I'm really really excited to be doing this and there is so much inspiration like so much has inspired this podcast one being that you know this month was really difficult for me um and I feel like it's always interesting when January is difficult when January has its challenges um another thing is I'm going to Kigali next month and I'll be doing a missionary work with an amazing charity called Precious Sight Foundation and I've got a really amazing best friend and when I told her I was going and I was raising funds she said to me why don't you you know do something like you know some people do marathons I was like hmm fair enough that's actually more like me if anyone knows me if there's an option to learn how to drive manual versus automatic I'll go for manual I just like challenge so she challenged me and I was like hmm that's actually true so okay why not why don't I do a vision board workshop I remember doing that last year with a few people when someone said they would have actually paid for it um so why why don't I do that and just let all the proceeds go to charity so what did your girl go and do organize a vision board workshop which is taking place this Sunday and I'm really really excited and one of the themes of that workshop is walking on water And when I think of my January, it's been really tough. I think maybe that's why I'm struggling to even kind of do this podcast because I filmed a few times, um, filmed, I've recorded a few times and then deleted it um, because it's still quite fresh. But I know that God wants me to share this and to be vulnerable and to be transparent because... I think sometimes a lot of the issues that we face especially as young people Christians growing learning a lot of us actually going through it but we don't always share or maybe we've gone through it and we've conquered it but we don't share that testimony so this is my safe space um it's also an opportunity for me to process this month and everything but um yeah 
this um episode is titled walking on water like i said um january has been tough and i felt that i've had to walk on water you know like peter he was invited you know he said jesus bid me to come and i will come and jesus invited him to come and walk on water come and experience the unknown come and experience the supernatural come and experience the impossible and jesus said that to me too and he said that to me at crossover he told me my word for the year was going to be walking on water you know as i worshiped as i prayed more i felt in my spirit that this year was going to stretch me this year was going to be one that crucified my flesh um through so many different things and i felt like january was people relationships um just a lot of hurt and disappointment confusion that had come from that and i was just like god what is going on um and it was one thing after the other it wasn't just one it wasn't just two it wasn't just three um so i could tell that god's hand was on this this wasn't just a coincidence and i remember that god had said to me been paid this month and this year is about walking on water as soon as i got back to london after going to nigeria the waves were increasing and each day i don't i don't think i really deeped that i was actually hurting that you know this was just too stretching for me like god what are you doing but again he reminded me of peter and you know one of the things that god said is that do you know i invited peter to walk on water and i think that was probably one of the first things that really helped um and i guess this podcast is for anyone who is going through overwhelm fear shame insecurity inadequacy you feel like your january hasn't started how you have you would have wanted it to start you feel like you don't have any motivation you don't feel like praying all of those things this podcast is for you so as i was saying one of the things that god had said to me was that i invited peter to walk on water and i think it's such a key perspective to have in life especially when challenges come god allows everything to work out for the good of those who love him and you can see in that story peter loved jesus peter was one that was submitted to jesus um to the level that he knew right he was one that he was just you can peter was one of you know jesus closest disciples and for me it's crazy because sometimes we forget the one who has ordained our journey you know god knows everything about you you know there's so many scriptures that i could say but there's no simpler way to say god knows everything about you god is incredibly invested in you and that is why he will call you he will invite you to walk on water and i think that was something that changed my perspective completely actually god this challenge is persisting these feelings are still remaining but i'm holding on to the fact that you said i am called to walk on water with you and i think that's really really important because the invite to peter to walk on water showed that there was a capacity that he had to actually walk on water 
you know that has he kept his gaze on Christ, he was defeating the laws of gravity, you know. And I think it's the same, you know, even when I was going through the tough, tough moments, it was until I started to pray and fast that I saw that ah, I can overcome this unforgiveness. I can overcome this hurt. I can overcome, you know, this experience. I can overcome feeling like a victim. I can overcome this resentment that I have towards you, God. And actually, I can walk with you and process this. And that's one of the first things that I want to say that this life, you know, this challenge that you're experiencing, maybe this overwhelm, God saw it before you. And he still invites you to come up higher. And for me, that invitation is a mark of God's love. You know, Jesus was walking on water. And Jesus didn't say, ah, it's only me that's going to walk on water. Let me just, Peter, just wait. Just wait and, you know, I'll meet you at the boat. Nope, that's not our Jesus. Our Jesus desires for him to be so like him that we will also have to walk on the unknown we will also have to go through different um you know impossibilities trials tribulations challenges but in doing so we will be like him and i think that's one of the first things that i want to say that whatever you're going through especially if you're a christian especially if you love him meaning you're one that obeys him or you seek to obey him by god's grace he has also allowed that and the reason why he's allowed that is because of what God wants to do with you. And this might sound so cliche, but this whole January has shown me how invested God is in me. You know, God is so invested in me that he will send challenges. He will send difficult circumstances. And there's a scripture that I want to read. And it's Isaiah 43 two, And it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be consumed and the flame shall not consume you. And I think it's so apt, like crazy. It's so apt. I'm going to read Amplified. And it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor the flame will burn you. This is very crazy, right? Because God is saying that you will have to go through difficult circumstances. You will have to go through loss. You will have to go through rejection. You will have to go through maybe some experiences that the world may see as shame, even though God doesn't see it as shame. But you will not be burnt. You will not be overwhelmed in the waters. (sighs) guys this scripture is very beautiful because at the end of the day what i realize is to encounter the god of love to encounter a different dimension of his love should i say i will need to pass through the fire and see that i will not be scorched right i would need to walk through the water and trust i will not be overwhelmed and i'm here to testify that you will not be overwhelmed if I had decided to be like, you know what, this January, forget it. Even this year, it's just been long. You know, even in a season of prayer and fasting, I'm not going to pray and fast, God. I'm just not in that state of mind. 
I would not have been able to discover how invested God is in me to the point that he will allow me to walk with the, through the fire and he will be my shield to the extent that I do not get burnt. So I want to encourage you to realize that whatever you're going through is because God wants to reveal to you a new dimension of himself. And I'm a testimony, you know, in the hurt, he has shown me how big he can make my heart he has shown me how much he has to reveal to me even in the storms so i want to encourage you have that mindset that god is so invested in you that he will allow the waters to rise but he won't overwhelm you and you know there's that that's it's just beautiful to me i think as christians as well we need to have a understanding of the life of a christian which is framed by scripture you can have an amazing year and there will still be challenges and it's in those challenges that you become more like christ and if that's your desire if your desire is to become more like christ then like me i welcome these challenges i welcome the waters rising and i feel like i'm thankful because i don't know i feel like this month is a taster but i say this to say that if God is willing to kill my flesh through all of these experiences, if he's willing to show me the areas of my life that are not submitted to him, is showing me that he wants to use me for really amazing things. And those amazing things, the bimpe that I am today <laughs> is not ready for the bimpe of 2025. He might be doing even more amazing things. And there's some things that bimpe in 2025 should not be carrying there's some character traits there's some prayers that she needs to know how to pray there's some scriptures that she needs to commit to her memory and you know god is god knows us and he knows what situations will allow those things to form so key thing if you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling like god why is this happening is to remind yourself that this shows that god is invested in you but you have to choose you have to choose to walk on water you can choose to lose your focus and in doing so just lose the opportunity to become more like him but the beautiful thing about god is that he's got you covered you know the waters actually won't overwhelm you if you believe and trust in his word so that's one of the key things that i just wanted to start with um and i hope that encourages um everyone and one of the scriptures as well another scripture that's come to mind is first peter 5 10 and it says and after you have suffered a little while the god of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in christ will himself restore confirm strengthen and establish you um again a very beautiful scripture and it's really really i think one of the key things that i want to speak about is some of us really have we have twisted the value of success we've twisted the idea of a good year a good year is not about achieving your goals a good year is about becoming more like christ and in doing so you achieve his will you know you can have a good job you can get a new car but if you're not more like christ what's the point right and the beautiful thing about god is that he will send circumstances that make him make us more like him and the the beautiful thing again i keep on saying it's beautiful because it is beautiful is that he says he's going to restore us he's going to confirm he's going to strengthen us and he's going to establish us and i want to just testify that this month i have seen a new dimension of his love a new dimension of 
just intimacy like i feel like yes i knew you god but i never knew this side to you and that's what i want you to push for god what are you trying to do god what are you saying god what is your will god i'm feeling this but how do we deal with it god i don't know what is happening next but teach me to trust you send a word my way send a song my way god show me who i need in this storm that kind of perspective comes from realizing suffering is a blessing and i'm being very specific so not like obviously sickness and everything i know there's that whole theological debate but i'm saying in terms of circumstance right so please have that perspective because once you have that perspective that there is more jesus you're the one that orchestrated this jesus you're the one that's walking with me in the fire you are able to navigate better you're able to navigate from a place of intimacy because you realize that god would only allow this if he loved you and that's the thing that's really really important and when it when you read the protocol um the parable of the prodigal son it says he came to himself he realized that even the servants in his father's house were eating better than how he was eating right and in doing so he returned back to the father and that's what i want to encourage you to do i don't know what has happened i don't know what hurt you've experienced i don't know what failure or mistake has taken place i don't know what is consuming your gaze so much that you don't want to walk on water but i want to encourage you to come to yourself and go back to your father you know you cannot navigate trials and tribulations without having the gaze of his love right this month was hard but his love made it possible in fact i can even say his love made it easier in fact his love welcomed the trials his love encouraged me to be like "Ah, this has happened this person has said this god what can i do to conform to your will god how can i be better and it takes having the gaze of love and it's very very important because god loves us to the extent that he will send experiences to shape us and if you do not have that understanding you will have a victim mentality and the issue with that victim mentality it means is that you never return to the father the prodigal son came to himself and returned home right he had that revelation that ah there's more so that's my encouragement to you there is more Another thing that I wanted to share as well that I found really interesting was it's important to not be a victim. You know, when things are not going to plan, when we are feeling the pain that maybe someone has inflicted on us or when we're feeling rejection because we didn't get the opportunity or we didn't start that year how we wanted to, you cannot afford to be a victim. And I'm speaking specifically to victims to um, not victims (laughs) and speaking specifically to christians you know something happened um someone had said something to me and the the timing the everything it just didn't help and that day i had i was going to italy for a friend's birthday and everything and i literally lost myself like i i felt just a lot of shame just a lot of inadequacy just like i just wanted to hide i didn't want to go to church i didn't want to go anywhere i just want to stay at home even on the trip i couldn't be myself like i feel like on the trip i was a victim um unfortunately really sad 
because it was actually Italy and it was very beautiful. Still enjoyed myself, but not how I could have enjoyed myself. And I guess, again, that's a lesson. That's the cost of being a victim. But again, I want to be very careful in saying you still need to process hurt. You still need to process emotions and processing that doesn't make you a victim. I think where you become a victim is where you stay in those things right so if the prodigal son didn't return back to his father after coming to himself he would have been a victim you know he would have just stayed eating with pigs you know living below god's standard for his life and that's what i think actually thank you holy spirit let's define that as a victim right someone who is deciding to live lower um, than god's standard for their life and remember after this person said this to me I just I just felt low like I just felt like oh bimpe you know like you're just really not good enough are you and it it didn't help I couldn't I, I I couldn't serve how I wanted to serve I couldn't express Christ or express the love of God how I would have wanted to I noticed that everything I'm saying I don't even need to give you insight into anything that's happened because really and truly when life happens to us or someone does something or an event takes place the only thing we can control is us right and that's what i'm i'm saying that when you decide to no longer be a victim you accept that actually i have some control so i got back from italy had a nap and i instantly ran to my bible and started to study ephesians i worshiped I said, God, this is what I'm feeling. God, I'm feeling this shame. And it was important that I went to Ephesians. That's why I stay in the word, my people. Don't wait until, you know, the challenge is coming before you start reading your word of God. Dwell with him, commune with him. So as soon as I got home, I like I said, I went to start reading Ephesians. I started confessing Ephesians and breaking it down. Literally, Ephesians is fantastic, especially Ephesians 1 to 3. It's your identity as a believer. It's your truth. And in doing so, I was like, no, like, I'm not shame. I'm so sorry. Like, even this person said to me, that's not me. I'm not my mistakes. God has forgiven me. You know, God has just, just lavished me with mercy and grace. And that was all extracted from Ephesians, right? So I'm just saying, yes, things are not going well, but what are you going to do about it? And actually, have you realized, and that's one of the key things, forget what are you going to do about it? Do you know what God has already done about it? That Jesus died the death of a victim. He died those feelings of shame, those feelings of, "Ah, let me just say, I'm not good enough. Jesus literally pinned that to the cross. Everything that represents um, maybe that feeling of failure or shame is on the cross. And that's why you have to refuse to be a victim. You know, Jesus died and he gave you his spirit so it's almost like these challenges will come and the enemy will try to use it to destabilize our ability to stand in our identity of christ but i'm encouraging you do not be a victim do not be a victim walk in your identity and you know what it will be hard and i can tell you there'll be days where i don't want to read the word guys i open my bible and i just stare i open my bible and i just read even if okay cool i sometimes have days where i'm meant to have extended bible study maybe something's happened or my spirit is just 
restless and I can be quite like I'm an empath I can be quite emotional although people don't actually think that I am actually quite emotional so I would ruminate on things quite a lot I would think about it if I've hurt someone like I take it quite deeply so maybe there's a day something like that has happened I don't know if I like reading my bible and I'm meant to be doing bible study that day let me say something I open the word I listen to audio and I say God it is that you are working me now the key thing about not being a victim is truth and faith our relationship with God our life as believers is built on faith we trust the finished works of Christ and last year that is what changed me completely you know like I think something happened this week and I was like I choose not to be offended the power of Christ is working in me I choose not to be Christ is living in me he's raising a standard in me I am more than a conqueror if Christ defeated Satan so will I that is faith in God's truth and one of the things we must learn to do is hide the word of God in our heart no David says I've hidden my word I've hidden your word in my heart so that I will not sin against you no another David saying I desire to do your will Lord so I delight in your word right that's paraphrase but really and truly guys let's invest in the word of god because if you do not invest in studying meditating memorizing scripture you will be a victim and that is what the enemy likes you have too much to stand on and i want to remind you god has invested too much in you to sink right when we you know lose our gaze from christ that is when we begin to sink and then like Peter would say, God, God, help me, save me, save me. And the mercy of God is that he will reach out his hand to you. But do you know what? Peter missed out on the opportunity to experience the supernatural. And so many times we do that. We feel fair. We feel sad. We feel, oh my gosh, why did I do this? I'm not good enough. And rather than going to scripture, rather than worshipping God, rather than resting in him, we go to social media. We go to Netflix. You know, it's that typical, I've been in a breakup. Let me just have ice cream and sit on my sofa. No. And I'm not saying no out of condemnation. I'm saying no because you're called to more. And you're called to more not out of works. But because God has finished the works for you. Right? We're able to do good works because of the work of Christ. We stand on a foundation that he has already set. Yes, you made a mistake. Maybe you fell into sexual sin. You fell into lust. Yes. But you've come to yourself and you can go back to the Father because there's a foundation you never built your own foundation as a christian christ did it was the finished works of christ it's the blood of jesus that's why you cannot be a victim that's why you cannot afford for life to blow you you will blow life the life of christ in you will blow life right (laughs) it sounds funny but guys i really mean it because Peter lost out on the opportunity to experience the supernatural and so many times we do even when I think about January and some of the things that went wrong was because I never rested in God I never rested in the fact that this situation has already been sorted let me push into God more let me pray more let me study more but I would 
you know, try and use my own physical strength to kind of physical human strength to try and navigate things and if we do that like peter we sink and really and truly i want to make it very clear it's not bad to sink but guys there's no way life of god i don't even know how to explain it god loves you so much that he wants you to experience the supernatural so like how can i explain it for example fasting there are people who are like, oh, no, 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 I need to break, I need to break. And I remember one time I wanted to break my fast. And I remember my friend, I don't know what she said, but she was like, oh, I don't know. She was like, um, she was, she's reading the word of God. Like she's feasting on the word of God. She's digesting the word of God. So she keeps it as her background. Every single time she wants to go on social media, she reads the Bible app. And that day I said, okay, cool, God, I'm so hungry. I'm going to read your word. Guys, as I read God's word, the hunger decreased supernatural the hunger decreased now that is an example of walking on water right so when i say say walking on water i don't i don't want us to like overcomplicate it or you know i think walking on water <laughs> you know all of these crazy situations will happen crazy situations will happen for sure but it's the small things as well so i want to encourage you yes this year is not going to plan but what are you going to do ah guys god has given us too much we can confess we can pray we can speak in tongues we can worship we can study god's word we can fellowship we can ask people to pray with us we can read books we can watch sermons there is a lot we can do right so choose not to be a victim in overwhelm and anytime especially with the concept of overwhelm as well it's really because we're trying to do something supernatural naturally right and for me i know i know me and god will be rocking or 15 not 15 years lol i wish soon to come but i gave my letter to christ at 15 so i know god and i know whenever i'm feeling overwhelmed it's because i've collected my load from his hands and i'm trying to carry it myself i'm like oh my gosh i can't do <laughs> no one sent me right so i want to encourage you do not be a victim the enemy loves victims um but you cannot be a victim when you're standing with the the word of christ and you're standing in your identity as christ when we stand in our identity as christ he cannot afflict us he can try but he doesn't win but when we're victims he will do all that he can that's why you see the prodigal son you know eating with pigs no 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 as soon as he got back to his father's house this was someone that was dressed with royalty with a robe so just remember whose you are even as the waters are coming keep your gaze on him but if you slip call onto him read god's word meditate on scripture and focus on his love and you you'll you'll be back don't worry god will immediately um reach out for you and that's the beautiful thing about god um yeah he does not see you as a victim and even if you go back to the prodigal son you know it's beautiful that the father actually met him halfway can you imagine that's the love of god right that he met him halfway the father ran to him so i want to encourage you even if you're listening to me you're like oh you know i've lost opportunity you know i could have actually prayed more about the situation or now i'm just kind of so overwhelmed no jesus you listening to this is god already calling you back the fact that he's ordained for you to hear a word like this 
is the love of God. So trust me, God is so invested in you that he will help you in every way that he can. And that is why he has given us the Holy Spirit. You know, it's God at work in us to work and do according to his good pleasure. So trust, trust, trust him, trust him. He's redeemed you for a reason. And then last but not least, um, the one thing that I've learned as well is spiritual men walk on water. Um, I think one of the things that I've learned this month as well is the importance. I think the beauty of challenges is that it reveals our carnality. It reveals the aspects of our lives that are not surrendered to the spirit of God. Um, and one of the scriptures that I have is First Corinthians two fourteen. It says the natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. And I I think this is so key. It's basically saying a natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit, for they are folly to him. He is unable to understand them, understand them because these things are spiritually discerned. And I think the beautiful thing about Peter was he didn't have the eyes to see that Jesus had given him the capacity to actually walk on water. Because I'm sure if he did, he would have actually walked. Peter was someone that was very bold, very brave. Um, but I do think that we judge Peter so much. <laughs> Keep your eyes on Jesus. Da, 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 da. But many of us are like Peter. This month has revealed eh. I'm like Peter and I think one of the key things that I found is it's so important when challenges come to not be carnal and also actually I'm grateful that these situations have revealed the level of my carnality and um, I think it's so easy to be a leader to be doing different things people call you different names and it can get to your head but really and truly it is dangerous to be carnal because really and truly peter could have drowned and it might seem like oh my gosh but really and truly i'm trying to find a better way to explain this because it can be quite confusing but this month showed me the danger of not being a spiritual christian and when i say spiritual christian i mean you are somebody who is allowing yourself your flesh to be surrendered to the spirit when i say spiritual man your spirit is not led by the world it's not led by the devil and it's not led by your flesh that is a spiritual man a spiritual man can discern the things of god Do you, so and that's what i said with peter it was dangerous because he nearly drowned and i think for me this month it was just god's mercy ha <sighs> i nearly lost it I actually nearly lost it. I nearly made decisions that just would not have honored God's will for my life. So it's really, really important to not get distracted by the waves. Think, think, you know, be spiritually minded is what I'm trying to say. Think on the spirit. Remember that the spirit of God is living inside of you and is seeking for every aspect of your life to be surrendered. You know, many times you say, oh God, I surrender, I surrender, but we're not. Our life is still our own. Our old man is still influencing us. We're still, you know, judging people by past mistakes, past pain, meaning the love of God cannot, you know, that friendship cannot be submitted under the love of God because you're still harboring hate you're still harboring offense 
or maybe you're listening to so much worldly music and these things you know it might seem i'm i promise you i'm not being religious but spiritual men walk on water to do amazing things for god your flesh must be conformed to the spirit you know god has so much in mind for you and he will use anything anything to cause you to surrender to his will and i'm so grateful i'm so so grateful that god used the challenges the trials the failures of this month to show me i need to be more submitted to the extent that i've been waking up super early praying seeking him because i realize that if i truly want to walk on water i need to be surrendered to him and the beautiful thing about that is he's already given me his spirit he's given me the spirit he's given me grace you know a lot of grace to walk as a spiritual man but it's about whether i decide to whether i have faith in him to carry me on the water so i think that's one of the last things that i will say is that peter definitely could have walked on water but he couldn't discern he couldn't discern that it was in him to walk on water and i think you know some people will hear this and they'll catch you know some of the revelations and the encouragement but i say this to say because you lost your job doesn't mean you stop praying because you um have experienced heartbreak it doesn't mean you don't you don't go to church anymore or you're no longer praying or you're not reading your word no you're a spiritual man you know the natural cannot influence your spiritual because that means you are subject to the flesh you're subject to the devil you're subject to the world and i i i say that not to scare you but romans 8 18 to 19 tpt says this i am convinced that any suffering we endure is less than nothing compared to the magnitude of glory that is about to be unveiled within us the entire universe is standing on tiptoe yearning to see the unveiling of god's glorious sons and daughters and the reason why i say that is because spiritual men walk on water walking on water is a miracle walking on water is a reflection of the power the signs and wonders that god can do it's a reflection of the glory of god on man and it's it's it blows my mind that god invites us to walk on water right so when i say spiritual men walk on water it's because i see for the person listening that god wants to manifest himself in you and he does that through our inner man and he does that through our inner man being subjected to the holy spirit the glory of god falls on consecrated vessels you know the more carnal we are you know we're holding an offense we're watching tv shows that are causing us to lust that are causing us to desire sin ah guys no you know the more we lean into those things the less we lean into the spirit but the more you lean into the spirit the more you grow your inner man and that's one of the testimonies that i i feel like i found last year was sometimes you can be so works driven but the more you focus on the finished works on christ you will pray longer you will read longer when you realize the redemption the sonship you know just what redemption means just what sonship means justification just what that means concerning you will push you into prayer you know forget your failures forget 
forget your sin focus on the spiritual man jesus focus on him he shows how we can live in a world with so many influences and still be surrendered to him that is how you walk on water and as you walk on water many will be impacted by you so i really want to encourage you that january maybe may not have gone how you wanted it to go but i want to encourage you to encounter jesus i want to encourage you to go deeper 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 i want you to walk on water because as you walk on water the vision becomes clearer right um so please 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 i hope you're really encouraged by this especially you know the spiritual man walking on water it's only spiritual men who walk on water you know that's the key and i want you to press into the spirit as well don't be a victim you know don't move by your emotions don't move by feelings invest in the word of god and invest because god is so invested in you ah guys that's my theme for this year god is so invested in me doesn't mean that you know i sin um i become comfortable or prideful it humbles me god is so invested in me that i want to be submitted to him god is so invested in me that i want to make sure that every area of my life is submitted to him and i do that daily right you know it's not by works it's not religion that we're seeking it's intimacy but i promise you that intimacy that comes from knowing that he loves you and will send circumstances to keep you in his will will push you deeper and deeper and deeper so if you want to understand more about um carnality the flesh your heart the will all of those stuff because going into that would drag everything out i really want to recommend um the spiritual man by watchman Nee. it's quite a thick book so I don't know if I would recommend it, but I would recommend it for those who really want to walk on water. Um, Because walking on water is a spiritual thing. It's not about the events we hold. It's not about what we do. It's about who we become. Um, So I recommend that book. I think The Normal Christian Life as well is by Watchman Nee. And it goes into, I think it's a bit more simplistic. Um, Yeah, but if you do want to know more about the spiritual man i think just email me or message me and then i can send you more content because as i'm recording not much has come into mind but guys i just want to say thank you so much i pray this makes so much sense um ah, i've been recording 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 but i pray this makes sense to you and i pray that god opens your eyes to see that this year is going to be a good year it's going to be a good year because god has invited us to be more like him this year and in doing so that's going to be a beautiful journey of intimacy and encounter it's going to be a good year because we're going to refuse to be victims we are victors in christ we are more than conquerors you know read ephesians 1 to 3 to remind yourself of who you really are and lastly it's going to be a good year because we're going to be highly spiritual christians we're going to be spiritual we're going to be christians who become less carnal day by day we're going to be christians who are more conformed to the word than to the world we're going to become christians who are on fire because we're able to catch the fire of christ we're going to become christians who walk into a deeper dimension of our identity in christ our priesthood our royalty you know has brides 
we will stand strong we're going to be christians who walk on the wind of the spirit we know when to wait we know when to go we know when to rest this year will be good no matter what happens our faith will be solid so guys i want to encourage you to use this to enjoy your year guys january was hard but it was probably one of the best januaries that i've had and i'm not saying that to encourage you i'm saying that because the person i've i've become in just one month because of just different challenges ah guys it's going to be a good year so i want you to renew your mind after this go into some worship go and read ephesians 1 3 and enjoy this year enjoy it but thank you guys for listening to me god bless you i really really pray this makes sense and i'm not even going to edit it too much just so you guys can really hear what god is saying god bless you guys